This episode is brought to you by Delta Airlines. I recently flew Delta, I want to say about a week ago now, and I was coming back home from being in Atlanta for a speaking engagement, and Delta just gave me such a wonderful experience. And it really was the icing on the cake of just such an amazing weekend that I had. Some of the things that I loved particularly about my Delta airline experience was first, the amazing customer service. Everyone there was so kind, so welcoming, so present, so attentive. And a small thing, but was big to me, was just something simple as having headphones so that I can enjoy more than a thousand hours of in-flight entertainment. I mean, my flight wasn't that long, but I got to catch up on a movie, some shows, just things I don't have time to do usually at home. I was able to enjoy that in the air. Delta also offers fast, free Delta Sync Wi-Fi, and it's available for SkyMiles members. Being able to access the Wi-Fi, I was able to order some groceries and just get a head start on my week. It was a great end to my experience and ushered me right back in to be at home. So even if you're not home yet, Delta Airlines helps you feel a little bit like it. Delta Airlines believes that you should feel at home, even if you're 30,000 feet above it. Learn more at Delta.com. Robinhood is an investing platform that helps serious investors with their financial goals by giving them the tools to run their money on their terms. So you can make power moves in your power suit, even if that power suit might be fuzzy slippers or an oversized sweatshirt. But hey, that's what makes you you. Run your money with Robinhood. Learn more on Robinhood.com slash podcasts. Stocks and ETFs offered by Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Crypto offered by Robinhood Crypto LLC. All investing involves risk. You are listening to Blessed and Bossed Up, presented by Anchored Media, an entrepreneurship podcast for Christians all about how to make God the CEO of your business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, but well-equipped to live and build your destiny his way. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast. Quick church announcement. If you have not joined the relationship refresh challenge happening in the society, it's not too late. We have covered so much ground. We took communion together on the first night after prayer. We have fasted. We have talked about just rebuilding a relationship with ourselves and overcoming shame and guilt and unworthiness. We've talked about even our relationship with food to make sure that we're filling our bodies in a premium way, but also making good decisions about what we put into our temples. We talked about building an impactful relationship with your customers. We've had Bible study like it's, it's lit right now. And I really want you to be a part of it. It's not too late. You can just go to blessedandbossedup.com slash challenge to sign up for it and join us, activate your free trial and join us within the society. But it's just been a blessing. Now let's get into today's episode. Last week, I reposted an episode called You Worship What You Worry About. And I wanted to repost that episode before getting into this message because I believe this message is a, t- is a continuation and a good follow-up to that one, even though I recorded that one forever ago. But as I was studying, God began to share with me to record this episode. And the title of it is, He's Already Worked Out What You're Worried About. 
As I've been spending time with God over the last few weeks, he's began to just show me some things. And I want to share with you something that he showed me here. I did a, a, a content day last week or earlier this week where if you guys don't know, for us, we do content days once a month. And that's where I record all of my YouTube videos, any reels, uh, any content that's needed from me. We get it done in one day for a month's worth of content. So on this content day, I shared a message that God was sharing with me that's going to come out on my YouTube channel. I shared the same message in a society on my session the other day, and I feel like I need to also share it right here on this podcast. So if you're hearing it for the first, second, or third time, I believe that this is something that God wants to just really reach your heart. So as I was praying, he was showing me that there are many of you who God wants to elevate. He is removing and uprooting things that are not serving him. And he wants to plant believers in those spots so that his will can be done. He is overturning things in law. He is uprooting people in high places. He is doing a lot that we know and that we don't know so that his will can be done on earth as it is in heaven. And there's many of you guys who are listening to this show who God wants to put you in position, but you are allowing yourself to be weighed down by problems that God has already prepared a solution to. And what God wants me to get you guys to understand on this episode is don't let worry and anxiety cause you to self-sabotage your promised land. There are prepared solutions for the things that you're viewing as problems. And when he was sharing with me just what he wants to do with believers and how he wants to plant many of us in certain places and haven't been able to because we've been weighed down, he showed me a visual of like a balloon. So if you have a helium balloon without anything being there to weigh it down, it flies, it takes off, right? But in order to keep it in the same space, you tie a weight onto it. And even when there's that weight tied onto it, um, because the string is usually there, the, the balloon can kind of sway from side to side. So there's movement to where you may think is going somewhere, but it's not because that weight is at the bottom. So many of you guys, you've been doing things, you've been taking classes and um, you've been structuring programs, you've written a few pages here and there, you're going to an event here and there, you apply for law school, but you haven't quite finish your exam, like whatever it may be, you're making movement. You're putting one foot before the other, but there's still things, but you're not going anywhere because there are things that are weighing you down. And there are things that the enemy has planted in your mind, self-doubt, comparison, uh, self-sabotage, all of these different things, maybe generational trauma, uh, maybe church hurt, whatever it is that applies to you. The, it, it, it has become a stronghold so much so to where it's keeping you in place and you have to cut it off. And that's why I wanted to repost last week's episodes to reiterate that you worship what you worry about because some of these things that we're focusing on, God has already pre- prepared a solution for it. And so this began to play out in scripture as I was studying, I was looking at numbers. Now, let me set the scene and then I'm going to read the text. So here 
this in this text that I'm going to read is where the scouts went out to spy the promised land. So the the next generation after the people of Israel wandered wander for 40 years, now the next generation were getting ready to enter into the promised land. And so they were going to scout out the land. Now they were being sent there to find out where they should enter, not whether they should enter. They went to go get wisdom, right? So I, I want to make sure I make that distinction because they were not going there to see if we should enter the promised land. They were going to figure out where and how should we enter the promised land. So let's go to Numbers 13, uh, starting at verse 25, and I'm reading it out the New Living Translation. After exploring the land for 40 days, the men returned to Moses, Aaron, and the whole community of Israel at Kadesh in the wilderness of Paran. They reported to the whole community that they had seen and showed them the fruit they had taken from the land. This was their report to Moses. We entered the land you sent us to explore, and it is indeed a bountiful country, a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is the kind of fruit it produces. They showed him the fruit. They brought some fruit back. But the people living there are powerful and their towns are large and fortified. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. The Amalekites lived in the Negev and the Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites lived in the hill country. The Canaanites lived across the, along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and along the Jordan Valley. But Caleb tried to quiet the people as they stood before Moses. Let's go at once and take the land, he said. We can certainly conquer it. But the other men who had explored the land with him disagreed. We can't go up against them. They are stronger than we are. So they spread this bad report about the land amongst the Israelites. The land we traveled through and explored will devour anyone who goes to live there. All the people we saw were huge. We even saw giants there, the descendants of Anak. They said it again. Next to them, we felt like grasshoppers. And that's what they thought too. First of all, they don't even know what they thought. <laughs> like y'all were spying, but you tell it, you, you read the minds too. So again, remember I said before I read this scripture, they went there to see where they should enter, not whether they should enter. But because they got anxious and were worried because of the opposition and the, um, you know, the, the size of the people that were there, then they come back and ignored the fact that it was indeed the promised land. It was indeed the land flowing with milk and honey, but they ignored that. They ignored confirmation of the promise of God and paid attention to the problems, what they perceived as the problem. Let me say that one more time. They ignored the promise and paid more attention to the problem so much so that they didn't even want to enter the land prepared for them because of their interpretation or their exaggeration of the magnitude of the problem. Does that sound familiar? How many times has God confirmed what he's called you to, but because of the other things that come with the environment or the things you perceive as problems, you won't even go to it. He's called you to um, be an entrepreneur full time, but because of the risk and the uncertainty and the health insurance, all of these things are real things that come with the territory. Now you won't even take the lead. He's calling you to, to speak and, and start a podcast, 
But because, oh, everybody has a podcast, I don't know how this is going to make money. My numbers aren't aren't looking the way that I want them to look. I don't have a presence. Who am I? All of these different things are problems that you're magnifying. And because of that, you're not even entering into the land that he prepared for you. And not only did he prepare the land, but he already has a solution to the problems that you're making a much more big of a deal than they need to be. These spies went to get wisdom and they came back with worry. God isn't scared, timid, or unsure. He already has a solution for the problem before you even realize it's a problem because he has, he is God. Don't let worry and anxiety cause you to self-sabotage your promised land. Speaking of solutions, let's take this same situation. Let's move over to Deuteronomy, which comes after numbers. Now, the purpose of Deuteronomy is to remind the people of what God had done and encourage them to rededicate their lives to him. So this is a whole new generation. So Moses got to start from the beginning, letting everybody know what the plan is and get them prepared to enter into the promised land. They had to learn all the the lessons that the previous generation just didn't seem to learn. Now, when we get to Deuteronomy 7, and I'm going to start at verse one. It says, when the Lord, your God brings you into the land, you are about to enter and occupy, AKA the promised land. He will clear away many nations ahead of you. The Hittites, Girgashites, Amorites, Canaanites, Perizzites, Havites, and Jebusites. These seven nations are greater and more numerous than you, right? The spies said that. They're giants. They're descendants of Anak. They're huge. We're grasshoppers compared to them. That's, that's what the spies said out their mouth back to Moses and Aaron and the people when they came back with their reports. Now, as, as Moses is reiterating these lessons to them, he already knew that, right? Because it says these nations are, excuse me, God already knew that because it says these seven nations are greater and more numerous than you. So that's, that's the problem that they saw. Now, here's the solution. When the Lord your God hands these nations over to you and you conquer them, you must completely destroy them. Make no treaties with them and show them no mercy. You must not intermarry with them. Don't let your daughters and sons marry their daughters and sons, for they will lead your children away from me to worship other gods. Then the anger of the Lord will burn against you and he will quickly destroy you. This is what you must do. You must break down their pagan altars and shatter their sacred pillars. Cut down their Asherah poles and burn their idols. For you are a holy people who belong to the Lord your God. Of all the people on earth, the Lord your God has chosen you to be his own special treasure. The Lord did not set his heart on you and choose you because you are more numerous than the other nations. For you were the smallest of all the nations. Rather, it was simply that the Lord loves you and he was keeping the oath he has sworn to your ancestors. Let's pause there. So remember, the spy said, yes, it's the land flowing with milk and honey. And then they gave a list of problems and why they couldn't enter. But here in Deuteronomy 7, God already knew. He said, I'm going to bring you to the land that you're entering and occupy. And I'm going to clear away these nations. I'm going to clear them away. I am going to clear your problems away. And not only did he say, I was going, I'm going to clear the opposition and your problems away. But then he gave them the how. He gave them rules to make sure that they're not compromised. 
by telling them, don't marry them. Don't let your kids marry them. He warned them not to compromise or in, or intermingle because they're a holy nation. They're supposed to be set apart. And then he gave them further instructions to burn them altars to the ground, burn all of them up. And then he acknowledged the fact that they were smaller than what's being the than those being driven out of the land. And he says in um, Deuteronomy seven and seven, the Lord did not set his heart on you to choose you because you were more numerous than the other nations, for you were the smallest. But rather, it was simply that the Lord loves you and He wants to keep the oath He has sworn to your ancestors. So God knows that there are problems in the place that He's calling you to, but He already has a solution prepared for those problems. Yes, they're big. Yes, they're scary. Yes, there's opposition. Yes, there's temptation. Yes, you're small. Yes, you're unqualified. He already knew that, but he's going to bring you through anyway and give you the victory anyway because he loves you that much and he is a promise keeping God. So stop going to God with worry when he's trying to give you wisdom despise totally killed the morale of everybody else because they focus so much on the problems, but God already prepared a solution for it. And so I really want you guys to understand this because there are so many of us who are stuck. We should be a lot farther along than where we are. And I'm not saying that to make you feel bad. I'm saying that to give you, get you to move to get you to cut off whatever weight and problems you're allowing to keep you stagnant and keep you out of your promised land. Because we need, as believers, we need to do the work necessary so that his his will can be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I'm not just saying this so that you can make your dreams come true. (laughs) I'm not just saying this, this so you can be successful. No, no, no. This isn't about you. This isn't about me and what we want to get out of life. This is about God's will. And I keep saying it being done on earth as it is in heaven. This is about, we are fighting a real war. And there are too many of us as believers off our posts and stuck. The Bible tells us for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly realms. And so us as believers, we are fighting these principalities are evident and you can cut the news on and see the principalities at work. I'm so passionate about what we do with Anchored Media because the principality in media is, it disgusts me. It disgusts me to turn my TV on and see so the the narrative. Now there's real things happening in the world, but I'm talking about the media industry and the narrative. Media writes the soundtrack of life. It sets the tone. It has so much power for how people feel, for what people do. Like it is to, it's something that I pay attention to because I'm called to this area. But for me, it's so important for my job to be done through my business to help spread the good news, fill the airways with good news. And we're doing it through podcasting now, but we're going to do it bigger as we continue to grow and God continues to elevate us. But, and so that's the area that I'm called to. But for you guys, what area are you called to? 
We need people who have the mind of Christ in the White House, in the Supreme Court, in Congress, in the House of Representatives, in local communities, in the mayor's office. We need people who have the mind of Christ in those spaces. But you're letting how hard the LSAT may be keep you. Keep you from understanding that God already has a solution for that problem that, that you're making so big that is keeping you way down and is keeping you out the promised land. There are people who God is calling you to the medical field. We need people of God in the medical field, nurses, doctors, administrators. We need people of God in the school system, teachers, district leaders, principals. We need you. The kingdom of God needs you. It needs me. And we have to stop acknowledging that we see the promise and still making the, the problem bigger. I'm going to end this how I started it. Don't let worry and anxiety cause you to self-sabotage your promised land. And not just your promised land, but understand that we have work to do in the earth to advance the kingdom of God. And while we do benefit from that, it's all for his glory. There is a real war happening in both the seen and unseen world. And it is my prayer that something on this episode has encouraged you to cut the weight off. And the weight is whatever the problem is that you're magnifying for the spies that went out, the weight was the giants that they saw. It was their insecurities. They felt inadequate. They said they felt like grasshoppers. So much so they assumed that that's what everybody else thought, even though they had no idea. They've created that narrative in their head. And so cut off that narrative. Cut off whatever intimidation you have about what God has called you to do. Cut off you looking at the problem and thinking that is bigger than the promises of God. When everything in scripture tells us that we have the authority, that we have the power, that we could trample upon lions and serpents and not even hit our foot on a stone. The Bible says we have the authority to cast out devils in his name. We have the power and authority over all devils and to cure diseases. Like that's in Mark. The first one is in Mark. The second one is in Luke. We have authority and we have power as believers given to us by God. And so we can't be meek when it comes to our promises. We can't be timid. We have to go with the authority that was given to us. Look at that mountain, whatever it, that mountain may be. And tell it to move. And it has to. Because he said so. And even if you don't know how to overcome that problem, understand that God has already prepared a solution and he will give you those instructions just like he gave the people of Israel before they entered into the promised land. He told them exactly what to do before they were in the middle of the battle. Before they were faced with the problem, he had the solution prepared. He has it prepared for you. So I'm done. We got work to do, y'all. I'm going to keep praying for all of us that we enter into this promised land and, and not for our own heart's desires. God cares about those too, but so that we can advance the kingdom of God. 
Because there's a lot going on out here. It's a lot going on out here. And we all have a role to play in his plan. And I, I just, I want us to get in position. I do. So again, I pray you heard my heart over this episode. I'm going to wrap it up here. I love y'all. Make sure you subscribe. Send this episode to a friend who needs encouragement. Join the society to uh, get involved with the rest of our challenge. And that's it. I love y'all. I'll talk to you next week. This Justin, reportedly pigs can fly. We're going live to... Can't take another crazy headline? Well, here's something you can appreciate. The MyGM Rewards card gives you best-in-class rewards with four points for every dollar spent everywhere and seven total points earned per dollar spent with GM, bringing you one step closer to a new GM ride. That's the power of appreciation from us to you. Subject to credit approval, terms and limitations apply. Visit MyGMRewardsCard.com.